Um, you would think because of cell phones and social media, we'd be the most connected. But Gen Z is the loneliest generation. This is the Church Growth Nation podcast. One of the things that uh, some of the churches we work with keep telling us, I ask them when we when we are thinking about their social media strategy or their marketing, we say, "Who's your who's your target demographic?" And a bunch of people have been telling us. I used to hear like you know young families, but more and more people are saying like thirteen to twenty one, and it catches me off guard because I'm like I don't understand that those people, you know, thirteen year old doesn't even have a car to decide where they're going to church. Like, how is that your target demographic? And I guess the thinking that uh, a lot of people are having is if you win a person at that age, you've got them for life because they're just kind of forming. And also, if you get a family to try a church, but the 13, 14, 15 year old gets relationships, gets involved, they stick to the church because there's you know depth there. Um, so I think that it's crazy because if you uh, blink twice, that 15 year old is going to be married and having their first kid and they're 25. And then that's the next demographic of, you know, who we're trying to get to come to church. So if you get and them I at that we, age. Yeah. And I think we underestimate um, God working in students' lives so many of the time. Sometimes we can get so focused on, yeah, when they graduate, they can. Man, we have so many of our students who are serving on a weekend service. In, whether that be in kids ministry or in parking. Um, I, I always got frustrated with the, they're the next generation type of talk. Cause I'm like, nope, they're the now, like they are the church now, not the church mm-hmm. in the future. Um, we have seen students. I have one specific one in my mind who led his entire family to know Jesus. They grew up Catholic. Um, once the, the middle school, he was an eighth grader son came to know Jesus. Um, he helped his parents come, um, of faith in Jesus outside of uh, the Catholic Church, and now they are all serving at our church and leading in our student ministry. Hmm. Um, so sometimes I, we can we can underestimate the power that God does in students' lives. I know for myself, when I was in that age range, uh, that's where the roots of my own faith were formed. And if I had a church that didn't really put an emphasis on that, well, growing up, I don't know if I would, you know have some of the, the values that I have now. Um, and I think you're right, that's a, that's a powerful statement. Like they're not the next generation, they're now. That's the ones that we have to care about now. And I, I think that it's true that there's a lot of people who uh, won't even see some of the great content we put on a website or on a podcast or on an Instagram story, but maybe the 17 year old will. And you wanna get that person. They may not be somebody who's gonna be a elder or your next like you know super core family in the church because they might go to college somewhere else they might move but they're going to take that um that root that rooted faith that they have and they're going to start their own family they're going to move to the next church and then eventually you're going to be inheriting people at your own church that have those roots because somebody else instilled that into them so if you today matt if you today were going to plant a church in in maybe you went back to Riverside, California, okay, and you really wanted to have a culture that was strong and getting new people from 13 to 18, okay? What would you do? Free food. Ah! <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> yeah, um, to engage that culture 
it, it's it's so hard sometimes because you're dealing with so many different personality types. Some people like the the big church, everybody together. Some people like the small groups. Um, so I think it's doing some of those things just really, really well, right? You're in California. I'm in California. We always say that in and out is the best because partly because their menu, right? Um, I hate going to Cheesecake Factory because it's a 55-page booklet called a menu. Um, but in and out they do their core things really, really well. Um, and that's something I know like Life Church with, with Craig Rochelle and other churches have really hit on is we're going to do these five or six things really, really well. Um, and so I think um, that's what I would do if I'm really targeting on 13 to 18-year-olds. I'm going to pick maybe about five things and do them with excellence in everything we do um, and figure out ways for them to get involved. One of the things for us at Eastlake with our high school ministry, uh, we were doing everything on the weekends um, in small groups during the week. And so we were doing Saturday night service. You know how hard it was to get 13 to 18 year olds um, to not go to that party and to, not, to, to come on a Saturday night. When we moved it to Wednesday, maybe two months ago, we watched it shoot up um, numerically and growth-wise. And a big reason we did that, too, was statistically when students, if they don't have those values, that core that you were talking about, by the time they graduate, um, it's hard to get them back in college. Mm. It's hard to get them back. And then you're hoping you can get the 35-year-old dad back to church that even though he grew up in church, that's, that's almost 20 years that you're, mm. you're tr- there without a church. And, and yeah. so for us, we really built those, that opportunity for them to serve on the weekends, to be a part of the larger church at Eastlake Church and not just sometimes youth groups, right? could be many churches. Um, yeah. And so we wanted them to be a part of the whole church. And so now we have so many serving on the weekends. And so it's creating opportunities. I say that it's creating opportunities for them to serve and be a part of the larger body not just a youth ministry, not just a small group, and doing these core things really, really well. Mm, I love it. So for you, obviously you can't tell the future, but where do you think you're going to be? Like how much longer until you think that you launch your church? Are you going to go through something like ARC or are you going to do it on your own? And where do you think regionally that you're going to land? Yeah, so we actually want to plant here in San Diego. Um, So I moved out here a year and a half ago. This is where my wife is from. And so when we jumped on board with Eastlake Church um, about a year and a half ago, that's the first thing I told them when we were talking was, hey, we want to plant a church, uh, whether that's in the next three to four years or or eight or nine years. Um, Being young in ministry, right, you want things to happen just like that. Like, I want to plant, like, because you'll see this social media pastor and you're like, I want to be 25 and church plant and uh, that's just not the reality. We're like, do we want to plant before we have kids? Or after? These are some of the questions my wife and I are just sitting down talking to. Do we want to plant before we have kids or wait till they're in kindergarten to plant? What is the best for our family? Uh, for my wife who grew up Catholic her entire life and has been a, a Christian um, Protestant for, for the last three years, four years, we're like, and we've been married for a year and a half. So we take all of those things into account. What is the healthiest thing? For our family, um, and I'm a big believer in being sent out by a church. Um, I have friends who, who went to just go do it, and I think God honors the covering, um, being sent out by a church, saying, we're going to stand bes- behind you. We're going to help you in whatever that looks like. So we're big on um, also when our leaders in our life um, say, hey, 
Um, we've seen this in you over the last couple of years. Let's let's talk about this now into details. Uh, but my family is ARC. Um, when I was 20 years old, seven years ago, I got a phone call and um, got invited to my first ARC conference um, and first ARC meetup and been going for the last seven years. And they've walked through it with me. So yeah, ARC um, is, is the we want to, to be a part of and, and to plant with. And I'll actually be at the ARC conference next week in California. You, right on. Uh, do you do you feel that um, you're going to plant maybe a extension of your current church? Or are you going to do completely your own thing? Yeah. Um, that, that always gets tricky, right? And we, be, we love... Um, our church, we think there's just some great leadership and great models we've learned, uh, but we really believe that the dream that God put into us uh, was around the same thing, but just a little different. Um, and so I think, um, asking me now, we're probably going to plant outside of our network. Um, our church is very big with Exponential, if you've heard of them. Um, so we're actually hosting the West Coast uh, one at our church. Um, and so they call those networks. So we'll probably point outside of our church network, um, but know that they, they we want to be sent out by um, a, a good church that wants to plant more churches and make more disciples. Okay. Well, just uh, wrap up this convo with this. If you were just paid a consultation fee by a church in Arizona saying we just feel like we're kind of weak when it comes to reaching um, people 25 and younger. And could you teach us what to do differently? Um, obviously, there's going to be uniquenesses to that church, but as some general advice, what do pastors need to do different to reach uh, people in that age range? Yeah, and this is just all stuff that I've seen some, some great pastors do. Um, so there's churches all over doing this. I say... Uh, I'll say three things, three things to do. Um, one of them is to go be a part of their wife. Um, not, and I love social media. I, we run like Instagram ads for our events and everything like that. So I love it. Um, but so many times we can say, we can focus on this slick marketing campaign to try and bring people in that we don't go out. Um, and so be a part of the community. Go to community events. Um, do whatever you can to engage with the 25 and under crowd, but go to them. I think the culture we live in is people are tired of – you're going to constantly be competing against concerts and sports games. And this come to they – they have more money. They can throw more into their marketing. Um, but when we're the church that goes to those people, I think there's a lot more power in that. Um, and I've seen just great results of care and relationships be built because of that. I think the second thing, so first thing is go to them. The second thing is show them how much you care. Show them how much you care. Um, Generation Z, uh, there's a great book by Barna, Barna Studies called Gen Z, and it's their whole research report. But they say Gen Z is the most lonely generation that we've ever had. Um, you would think because of cell phones and social media, we'd be the most connected. But Gen Z is the loneliest generation. Um, and, and their idolatry is the fear of missing out. They want to be invited to everything, even if they shouldn't be there. Um, and, and so with keeping that in mind, um, 
go to them, build relationships with them, show them real community. I think I've seen small groups be one of the most effective ways for the 25 and under crowd because they want to be a part of a community. Um, I think we're lacking so many social skills nowadays because of social sometimes. Um, and, and so those are some, some things that I would say. What we're going to do is we're going to ask you, Matt, because I appreciate this. You have a unique perspective. Um, and so what I'd like to do is uh, I'm going to have you write a little article for us, and we're going to post it on the Church Growth Nation Facebook group. Are you down for that? I would love to. Okay. And anybody that's watching, you know, this Church Growth Nation is meant to be a community. It's a Facebook group. Go and join it and, and, and comment on this. Hit up Matt. And we want to hear your feedback. And so go join the, the Church Growth Nation group. And, and Matt's going to post an article about this. I think it's good for us as church leaders to uh, better our skills at finding how to, how to reach this generation and this age group. And Matt, if somebody wants to reach out to you and hit you up, how can they get in, in touch with you? Yeah, all of my social media is Matt, M-A-T-T, Swifty, S-W-I-F-T-Y, Perry, P-E-R-R-Y. So that's my handle on all social media. Um, so hit me. I would love to talk to anybody. Um, and again, I'm, I'm young. I'm learning. So my whole thing is I want to be teachable. I want to learn from everybody. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm learning from this conversation. Um, I'm excited to learn from anybody who reaches out and, and hear their perspective and their thoughts and how I can grow as well. We appreciate you, Matt, and uh, you being on this. And appreciate you guys uh, listening and uh, all of us bettering ourselves together. So until next time, we'll see you guys soon. See ya.